Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is up and welcome to Believe in High School Basketball. I am your host, Bryce Ronquillo. It's finally here, guys. Episode 1 of Believe in High School Basketball. It's been a long time in the making and it's finally here. Do you believe? So thankful, so grateful to be on air today. Thank you for joining me. Got a great show for you guys today. Believe in High School Basketball is the newest show on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals and Los Angeles' number one podcast network for sports. Let's get right to it. It's Friday, November 6th, here in sunny Southern California. It's election season. Man, we still don't have a president. Well, at least right now when I'm recording. Um, still no president. Uh, it's pretty wild, pretty crazy. Although, uh, looks like Joe Biden's closing in. Um, man, that was that was been a wild couple days in, in that regard. It, it, it looked like, you know, Trump might have been... Getting close to sealing his second term, he came out and declared victory. And then, man, Joe Biden pulling the down 3-1 2016 Cavs coming back. And, man, it, it looks like he's going to seal this race off in what's been a... Man, it's, it's been wild to watch. Um, but, hey, enough politics. The Believe in High School basketball political segment. Brought to you by uh, Young Money Records, Little Wayne. <laughs> Just messing with y'all, um, man. I, I can't, I'm so excited to get to get at it here with this uh, um, with this with this show for you guys. Um, like I said, it's been a long time in the making. Um, it's something I've really wanted to do for a while, um, and uh, man, I, I just cannot be thankful enough um, for Believe um, giving me a shot and uh, bringing this show on. Um, so very excited, um, um, but enough of that. Um, just give you guys a quick introduction on on who I am. Um, if you don't know me, um, and if you do, maybe some things you you didn't know about me. We'll also be talking, um, you know, who who's playing high school basketball right now. Um, got got a quite a few uh, states gearing up, and and some that have already started. Uh, we'll be previewing some upcoming events. Um, Pangos All American or Pangos All-American Festival, uh, is this weekend in Phoenix. Um, also, Grind Session is going on right now, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, we got updated 2022 class rankings and uh, some, some big commitments, so got a good show for you guys today. Can't wait to get into it. Um, but yeah, just a little bit about me. If you're, if you're tuning into this show and uh, you don't know too much about me, just, just kind of a, a little bit of where I, where I started um, you know, m- most of you, um, if you were in the AAU world, you probably know me, um, from my time working over West Coast Elite, West Coast Elite Basketball, um, formerly Earl Watson Elite, you know, got, got so much love, uh, for, for the guys over at West Coast Elite, shout out to Ryan Silver, Jason Simon, Scotty Martin, um, Jake over there, uh, such great people. Um, and yeah, so a lot of you probably know me from that. Um, I, I did play basketball here in, in SoCal, played at a very competitive high school. Um, well, let me rephrase that. I watched and sat 
a very competitive team play. I was on the team, but you know, didn't see much time over at a Cantwell Sacred Heart. But man, we had some success there. It was a lot of fun. Um, I've coached on various levels, um, being you know middle school, um, coached at high school level. Uh, I've coached uh, AAU um, at the high school and middle middle school level, like like I just mentioned over West Coast Elite, um, and uh, also. Um, at the college level as well, Division II, um, has had a chance uh, in my undergrad um, to work as a manager and also a student assistant coach um, over at uh, Azusa Pacific. Um, and so um, been around, got, got a lot of love for, for the basketball community. If there's one thing that I've, I've learned um, is that people in this business, they, they are like a family. Everyone knows everyone. And there's a lot that goes into the prep hoops business. Um, and I wanted to provide a platform um, that talks about this, um, this business, this, this world um, of high school hoops, um, where there are just so many good stories out there and so many awesome people um, that, that uh, deserve some recognition and deserve some coverage. And that's what I wanted to provide here on this show. Um, yeah, I want people to come on this show and talk about what they do and why they do it. Um, and also for kids that, that are, are playing, um, for them to come onto this show um, as well and, uh, you know, tell people what they're about. You know, let, let, let them market themselves. Let them, you know, tell college coaches why, you know, I deserve to be on your team um, or why I deserve a scholarship. Um, and so, yeah, I've just I've met so many awesome players um, coached so many awesome players and met a lot of awesome people um, in this business. And uh, I've developed a, a love for covering this level of athletes, this high school level. Um, I, I also cover football. Um, I've done play-by-play coverage for high school football here in SoCal for the past um, going. This, this would have been my fifth season, um, and it, it's so weird uh, going through all of August, October, November, and not calling a single football game. I, I can't tell you it's the weirdest thing ever. Um, but um, but let, let's talk about what's going on right now. You know, we're, we're in the middle still of a, of a pandemic. Um, and obviously, it has absolutely disrupted sports across all levels. Um, and we've seen at the highest level, they're finding ways to work around it you know they haven't really made like a perfect system um obviously the nba with their bubble um was able to do a tremendous job and turned out zero covid tests or positive tests um and you know we've seen baseball we've seen football soccer mls and then you know overseas them having their own protocols and um not as much success as far as like you know getting po- no positive tests is the NBA. Um, but, but the point being, what about these lower levels? What, how, how are they in this time um, going to, you know, establish a season and, and get a season going? Um, it, it's just so hard. It's so difficult. And we've seen it. It's hard at the, the highest levels. Um, so what about the lower levels who, who have kind of just been like, you know, they're an afterthought. They're, they're thrown aside and these are kids with, with dreams, um, dreams of playing at a higher level, dreams of, hey, you know what, if I could just get a shot, you know, show, get in front of a college coach 
and show them what I can do, um, then they will see I deserve a spot on their team. And there are others who, you know, are maybe on that cusp of, you know, am I a, a, a D2 or a D3 player, or a D1 or D2 player? And, and these are the guys and, and girls that are being hurt right now um, by this by this pandemic, by this shutdown. And it is very unfortunate um, to see. Um, and, and you're really relying on your state officials or local um, local guidelines um, to determine whether you will have a chance to prove um, whether you, you deserve to play on the higher on a higher level or not. Um, so um, there, there are states that have been very proactive um, and in, in you know establishing when uh, when they're gonna start playing. Um, and a majority of them will actually be starting this year. Um, so that's very good to see. That's very good to, to hear. Um, we actually have 39 states that are starting in 2020. Um, and then the remaining 11 plus Washington, D.C. will start in 2021. Um, and there, there are 23 states that are, are set to begin this month. Um, and a couple of them even already started. Um, but, but some of them that, that have started or the ones that have started uh, were Alabama and Mississippi. They started last night. Um, and they played their first set of games. Um, but you also have Arkansas, Georgia, Texas, um, Louisiana, Utah, uh, Indiana, uh, Florida, Kentucky, um, Arizona, just, just some notable states that uh, will be starting in, in, in November. And um, it, it, was, it was pretty cool, you know, to learn that um, Alabama and Mississippi – um, by the way, that 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 uh th- those numbers are, are are according to Max Preps, um, on those states that are playing and um, but yeah, Alabama and Mississippi get they got started last night and on according to Max Preps, um, Alabama played four games. I'm sorry, excuse me, they played eight games last night, uh, for boys basketball, and Mississippi played 27 games. It, it's it's really. It's really an interesting situation um, because, like I said earlier, these teams are being, or excuse me, these schools are being told by their local officials when they're allowed to play, how long. And so it's different across the board. Um, so, like, kids in California, um, they're not going to play until March 12th, um, which has been the set date. Um, I saw it on California Southern Section, or CIF Southern Section, and, and CIF City Section. Um, I'm not sure if it's all across the board, um, but I know in the L.A. metro area in Orange County, um, those are the dates of which they said they're going to play. Um, and so, man, that is a long wait um, for kids in California. Um, and I know L.A. has kind of been the hotbed for COVID cases um, and it, it is, and man, it's just so unfortunate to see, um, it's so unfortunate to see these kids who, um, you know, just want to have a, a shot to play. They're stuck, um, doing zoom workouts with their team, home workouts, you know, think about how this impacted football, you know, you can't even get access to your, your school gym. Um, you know, we've even seen it on the NFL level, the, the guys that, um, they just started up so quick 
they didn't have time to get training ta- training camp, a full training camp. They didn't get preseason. Uh, they didn't have OTAs. And so you're seeing a lot of guys just go out there getting hurt um, because they didn't have that buildup. Um, and so, uh, or they didn't have that time to get started. So, you know, it, it's not going to be perfect here in, in as far as football for um, these teams that are getting started. I know um, football is set to get started in, in California um, in, in January. Um, but, you know, I, I did look up, like, what these schools would do um, in the case of COVID tests. Um, I took a look at uh, Alabama's athletic association, the state athletic association, um, on on what they're going to do in, in the case of COVID cases. Um, and, you know, they, I, I do, it's definitely clear that um, Alabama is not as strict um, because uh, their their guidelines are pretty much just, uh, okay, just quarantine yourself and then you're good. And then we'll kind of just determine and track. Uh, so it, it, it's not, it, it's, it's just a system of like, like they're not going to be in a bubble. Um, they're still going to play their season. Um, they do have a cap on people who come into games. Um, so yeah, it, it's just a, a drastic difference. Um, you know, between, um, between states on what will happen in, in case of like a, a player catches COVID or a coach catches COVID. Um, so I'm really interested to see how this all works out. Um, it seemed like last night was a success, you know, all these games went on, um, and you know, it's, it's exciting to see. Um, but I am interested to see, um, like if some schools, they, they catch COVID and, and they don't even have tests. You think about it. Um, in the NFL, NBA, these guys are testing almost every day. Um, I think in the NBA, yeah, you were tested every day in the bubble. Um, I know for the NFL, I, I'm not sure if it's three times a week. Uh, I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me. Um, and like, will we have an ish, an instance like um, Justin Turner in the in the World Series midway through a game, he gets a COVID test that comes back? Um, and a kid has to be pulled from a game. Um, and I, I, I hope not. I, I hope n- none of that happens in any of this. Um, but it doesn't sound like they're requiring these guys, these kids to get tested. Um, it's just a screening. Um, so it, it's just that same questionnaire all of you guys have seen. You know, do you have these symptoms? Uh, have you experienced these? Have you came in contact with, you know, someone sick in the past two weeks? Have you flown? It's that same questionnaire. That's all you have to do in order to play. Um, in these states. So to me, that's kind of like, hmm, um, I'm, I'm really interested to see how that plays out. Um, hopefully, it goes off without a hitch, um, and these guys are in, in other, other sports, or excuse me, in other states, are, are, are able to get through a, a successful basketball season. Um, so that was, that was certainly interesting uh, to, to sort of take a look at, um, is what these other states are doing. But yeah, here in, 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 in L.A. at least, you know, Fall League would have been already finished. Um, and like the season would be getting ready to kick off. Um, you'd have your, your Thanksgiving tournaments, pre-Thanksgiving tournaments, and then after Thanksgiving is when it really season gets started here. And, and yeah, there's none of that. Nothing. 
Um, no, no sports basically here in Southern California. Um, so hopefully these numbers go down in cases so kids can get back to playing. Um, because I, I, I do want to say, you know, public safety is, 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 is priority for sure. You want to make sure that you're protecting, um, cause yeah, some of these kids that, you know, if they catch it, um, they probably will be okay, but you know, you got to think about other people, um, that you're around. But, um, I just want to bring up the point that these kids are being hurt too. And to just kind of cast them off and say they're not important, um, I, I think is, is the wrong way to go about it. Not really blaming anyone or, or blaming anyone for doing that. Um, I just want to bring awareness to it. But someone who has been getting it done, and, and I got to say, it's been awesome to see and kind of keep track on Twitter of what's going on. The Grind Session, they have their bubble going on right now. So they all their, their they had 27 programs, boys and girls. They went to, to Phoenix, Arizona. Um, they're at the Powerhouse uh, Hoops facility um, over in Phoenix, a new facility that, that's, you know, really cool, really awesome. Um, and they're playing from, they've been playing from the 2nd to, to the 12th. So eight straight days in, in their bubble. Um, and, man, there has been some really awesome basketball uh, going on. Obviously, the grind session um, has been kind of the premier um, circuit for uh, prep schools, you know, teams that aren't, like, part of, like, their state athletic federation. Um, and it's been great to, you know, over the years, we have some really awesome players come out of the grind session, DeAndre Ayton, uh, LaMelo Ball last year. Um, there is always just top-notch talent coming out of those prep schools. Um, and, yeah, so the grind session, man, they have been getting it done. Um, so yesterday was day four. Today's day five. Um, and, yeah, it's been very successful from what I could tell. Um, there's been a lot of buzz surrounding a lot of players. I want to highlight some guys that that um, I've been seeing a lot of, of talk about. Um, one of them, right off the bat, I saw a lot of buzz on Twitter about him, and it, and and this is this is a kid I've seen him play in person. I think he was about in eighth or ninth grade, um, and uh, was really impressive um, at that level. Um, and that that's Ty Ty Washington of uh, Arizona Compass Prep, and he apparently, and you know this is this is Twitter stats. Um, he, he's been averaging around 30 points a game, um, and has just been killing it. Has some really good games, sent his team into overtime, um, a couple nights ago, um, and has just been super impressive. Um, and he's a guy, you know, combo guard, um, who, who is just gritty, tough. Um, you know, I've, I've always seen him as that type of player when he was younger, he was a lot, a lot, um, a lot more stronger and the kids at his level. Um, so he, he was able to kind of bully guys, um, bully guys a bit. Um, but, man, he, he has turned his game and, and been really just a well-rounded guard. Um, and uh, it, and I, I'm so proud to see that from him. Um, and, man, him and uh, he, he has some, some good offers a, across the board. Um, you know, you got Arizona State, you got Auburn, Creighton, LSU, uh, just to name some, and um, 
man, to, to see him. I know Arizona State has a lot of point guards. They have five point guards on their roster. Um, but I know Remy Martin will be uh, graduating. Um, and um, you know, I believe Caleb Christopher's still on that list. Um, not sure the rest of them kind of just off the top of my head. But, man, I would love to see him, love to see him in Bobby Hurley's system. Man, I think that would just be so fun to watch. Um, he, he really just fits in that Arizona State kind of just gritty guard, um, tough guard, like like Hurley was in his playing days. And, man, I would love to see him in ASU. He's an Arizona guy. Um, I think that would be great. Um, but I think ultimately wherever he ends up, um, you know, he, 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 he will fit in. Um, so, yeah, he's someone to keep an eye on. Um, another guy, um, Arthur Kaluma, um, he had a double-double the other day, uh, 29 and 12 for Dream City. Um, they had a blowout win, um, as another athletic wing type, type guard, um, you know, plays the wing, but it's probably more of a forward. Um, and, uh, you know, they, he, he's a four star and, uh, also from Arizona, um, and he, he'll, he'll fit in somewhere nicely too, wherever he decides to go. Um, also Malik Thomas, um, from the Veritas Titans, shout out to Veritas, George Zidane, um, and what they're doing. Um, got some love for those guys. Um, but Malik Thomas, 40 points, 40 points the other night. Um, and then 23, um, in a different game. Um, and he has just been scoring lights out USC commit and man he is showing that he could really score at a super high level now Malik someone maybe I'm a little biased here in SoCal I've got to see him play a lot I coached with the team that um, that he played for um, AAU and uh, I even coached his little brother at one point so shout out to Stan Thomas little Stan big Stan got some got a lot of love for the Thomas family um but man, he, he is showing he could really score the ball at an extremely high level. Now Malik, someone um, who, who there was I'm not gonna lie, there's little questions about you know what what could he have looked like. He you know as a young um, as a younger player, he was one of those guys that was just more physically strong and could just bully kids. So there are some question like is he gonna be that way at the college level or even at the highest high school level? Um, is he just gonna be that bully ball player? Um, but man, he, he has proved doubters wrong in showing that he is just an effective scorer. Um, that mid, the mid range has always been his bread and butter. Um, and so he's staying true to that. That's his game. Um, but he has improved in other aspects as well. So awesome for Malik Thomas, the USC commit, um, definitely looking and, and on that Veritas, on that Veritas team, um, he is definitely with the roster they got. They got um, the guy, um, the guy that's gonna go out there um, and is expected to score that amount. So it's a perfect system for him to just go and 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 show what he can do. Um, and I think under Andy Enfield, give him a couple years, uh, maybe a redshirt year, and um, he he will fit right in um, and add that mid-range scoring. Um, to to that offense. Um, what else do we got? Prolific Prep got a win last night. They're three and zero in in the in the bubble. 
over at, at Grind Session. Um, I'm going to be interested to see. I know I said earlier that local high schools, they can't replicate a bubble. Um, but, man, if the Grind Session's doing it, um, it's going to be interesting to see if some of the bigger tournaments, maybe they'll kind of implement the same thing. Uh, I know there was some talk at the college level of them having an Orlando bubble. I think I, I don't think that's happening, though. I could be wrong. Uh, but I think that was that that plan was shut down. It's just too expensive. So, um, but yeah, the bubble really working out well here for the grind session. Um, so yeah, Prolific Prep got a uh, an awesome win last night versus Phoenix Prep, the the home team, the host team. Um, Nathan Biddle um, got a got a put back to uh, um, I don't know if it was to send him into OT or to win the game, but he had a a a, a nice put back on the end. Um, to help his squad, and he also added double double, twenty piece, twelve rebounds, and Nathan Biddle, um, Oregon commit, five star, um, also a guy I've had the pleasure to, to watch um, play a lot, and uh, man, he's got he's got those those uh, those unicorn qualities. Seven foot, can shoot, athletic, can put the ball on the floor, uh, super long. Uh, thin frame guy, um, but definitely your modern big, your modern stretch five or stretch four. Um, and so, yeah, he, he's a very exciting to watch. Um, and uh, it, it's going to be awesome to see him uh, develop and also just continue to terrorize um, over in the grind session. USBA out of Oregon beat Bella Vista prep. Um, and Bella Vista has been pretty down this year. Um, I, I've seen some of the scores. They're they're getting you know blown out, and I don't know why. Maybe they're down some guys. Um, maybe you know they just didn't rebuild like um, like they you know from last year. You know having Lamelo Ball, or I'm sorry, from two years ago. Um, but um, but yeah, that that's interesting to see. But anyways, um, USBA has been making some noise. Um, Lamar Washington, 2022 guard, um, led the way in the win versus Bella Vista with 40. Now, Lamar's an interesting story here. He's a dual-sport athlete, and he is the number three player in Oregon for football in the whole state, number three. And nationally, he ranks 30 on outside linebackers. So this guy is a stud in football. He's about... I think a 6'4", 210 is what they have him listed at. So he's just a brute. Um, and he he opted, because that Oregon's not playing high school football right now, to um, go play basketball right now here with uh, USBA um, and kind of wait until they get things going with football. Um, and, yeah, so that, that is it's super interesting um, because here's a dual-sport athlete guy who is – on paper, he's better at football. He has more football. He has football offers from better schools. Um, Pac-12 has kind of been all over him. Um, and with, for basketball, his offers are mostly mid-major schools, which is still really good. Um, but, you know, o o Wazoo was his only basketball Pac-12 offer. And then I believe Oregon State just jumped on um, and offered him in both sports. Um, so man, that's going to be super interesting to see what he decides to do. Um, and it's going to be super cool to keep an eye out on him, um, in hoops, because if man, if this guy is dropping 40, 
Um, and like I said, Bella Vista is a bit down this year. Um, I've been looking at the scores, and they've been blown out these past couple games. So, um, But still, man, if you're dropping 40 in the grind session, um, and man, if you're keeping up those numbers um, in the highest prep level, um, you know, prep hoops league or prep prep school league um, in the country, man, maybe you, you're going to get some more love on the basketball side. Maybe you'll get like a like a Drake London situation over at, at USC, um, where you know he's gonna be one of the top wide receivers in the country in these next couple of years. He was absolutely phenomenal last year, um, and was also on the basketball team, but did not see any time. Um, I think ultimately Drake's gonna be a better football player than a basketball player. I've seen him play both sports. Um, He's a very good basketball player, but he is much better at football. But um, I can't say the same for Lamar um, because this guy, man, he's dropping 40 um, in the grind session. So hey, let's keep an eye on this guy. Lamar Washington, 2022, um, plays for U- USBA of Oregon. Um, keep an eye on him, guys. Um, so, yeah, that that's what the grind session has going on. Um you know, you, I believe you can watch if you go to their website. Um, you you can watch their games, um, and uh, they 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 got some they got some more games. Like I said, going on from the second to the twelfth. Um, let's see what matchups we got today. Actually, on the sixth, yeah, USBA uh, plays um, Uta Price Prep, Prolific Prep versus AZ Compass. West Oaks, Florida versus Veritas. Those are some good games. Um, so yeah, they, they have a subscription-based live stream. Um, and uh, yeah, so if you're interested in watching that, make sure you go check out their website and the grind session and watch some of the bubble. We got the bubble action going. And uh, man, they're getting it done over there. Um, so props to them. Um, so we got some some upcoming events. Um, not in not really in the high school um like like state like your your state federation realm but um some some really awesome events that are normally take place in the summer um but just with everything that's happened uh got pushed back and most states i know california permitted teams usually you can't play aau and high school basketball at the same time they're permitting that um but i think some states still aren't um but anyways this weekend saturday sunday we have the Pangos All-American Festival. Um, usually it's called the Pangos All-American Camp. Um, but we got some changes this year uh, to Pangos All-American. And um, if you don't know about Pangos All-American, you need to get on it. Because this is one of the most anticipated camps um, of all high school basketball year-round. Um, Dinos Trigonis. Um, awesome guy has been running this camp um and man he you if you just look at the alumni list um it is absolutely crazy you know you got the likes of james harden anthony davis uh you got russell westbrook um the list goes on and on guys aaron gordon zach levine bradley B, like like seriously if pangos all american is where it's at um and so, change in format this year. Um, 
you only have four teams. Usually it's a 120-player camp, um, and they rent out Cerritos College, um, and they got three courts playing, and it's just basketball galore. And you have the best players in the nation all in one place. Um, I had the privilege last year of being able to go for the first time. Um, my Baller TV, shout out Baller TV, um, hired me to come do some play-by-play. Um, and so I got to see firsthand um, top players um, just just duke it out. Um, and, and it was awesome to, to watch. So Pango's All-American Festival um, is starting um, Saturday and Sunday. Um, so like I said, they're only playing two games. They're playing 4 p.m. Um, and and 6 p.m. Or excuse me, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. They got their first game, which is going to be the East team versus the West team. And then you got um, from 6 to 8 p.m., you got the Midwest versus the South game. Um, and then Sunday, you have your your um, third place and your championship. It's only four games going on. Um, and... It's going to be interesting to watch. So you, he had a Dino's had to significantly reduce the size of the camp just to be able to um, just accommodate um, and go with state guidelines, um, but also just to deliver a good product. Um, and I will say, I think this will improve the product of the games because in the past, um, I know uh, last year. Um, the, the level of play, even though you have four or five stars across the board on the court, um, guys were, were were lagging it out there. Like, seriously, they, they no one was going hard. No one was playing defense. Um, and it was just like a dunk fest. Um, not everyone. I shouldn't say everyone. Um, there were some guys out there who, who were definitely um, playing good basketball and still and were out there. But those are the guys who were out there trying to make a name for themselves, I think. And then some of them who just wanted to prove, yeah, the rumors about me are true. I'm that good. And, um, and yeah, so I was definitely disappointed in the quality of play last year. Um, but I, I will say that um, it, it, it will be um, – I, I think it will be better this year uh, because, because of these reduced squads and you're only playing four games. So it's like you have a very short window to just really show what you got to do. And you're on a team of guys who are, you know, rated higher than you or at the same level as you. Um, and so, yeah, make sure to check that out. They're going to be streaming it on Baller TV. Um, the times are in uh, Mountain Standard. So if you're here on the West Coast or the East Coast, you're listening, uh, just be aware of that. Um, and... And yeah, so let, let's review these rosters and let's see what we got here, um, because uh, you know this is always just such a, a you know big anticipated camp. Um, and man, when I when I looked at these rosters, I, I looked at the West roster and thought, man, this is a loaded squad here. I'm not sure who could beat them. Um, but I looked, and you have there's like three of some of my favorite players to watch are not playing and man i was just like oh if these guys were on the squad it would have been game over in my opinion but like you got um on that west squad deron holmes from montverde uh dayton commit 
uh, Jalen Hardy from Coronado and Issa Silva aren't playing. And man, Issa Silva last year um, blew up at Pangos. It was his coming out party. Um, and, you know, I had seen Issa play a plenty, always knew he was super talented. Um, but that was the day he showed the entire country who he was. I think he got he got on Bala's life or, or someone uh, over time. Uh, put him as you know the next Ricky Rubio. <laughs> if you if you know Issa, he's got the he's got the curly floppy hair and uh, he's got flat just flashy passes. Um, and that was all on display last year's camp. Um, so man, it was super disappointing to see that um, he wasn't gonna play um, because last year, man, his team didn't lose a game. Um, he was dishing dimes to everyone, getting guys layups, open shots, dunks, and it was beautiful to watch. And he's committed to Stanford, um, and he's going to be a lot of fun to watch next year. Um, and then Jalen Hardy, man, hot take, Jalen Hardy might be the best two-guard in his class. Um and I, I mean, I don't, maybe that's not such a hot take. I think everyone pretty knows and pretty much knows like this guy's a beast. Um, but but man, he is, and he just has it all. Like seriously, you watch his game and you're like, oh, he's athletic. Oh, but he, can he shoot? And then he shoots a step back from half court. And you're like, oh, he has that too. Oh, does he play D? And he gets like two steals. Oh, and then you just talk to the kid. And he's just like super nice, down to earth, humble. And it's like, whoa. Like, this kid really has it all. Um, and so he's not playing. And, man, that's such so unfortunate because um, he, you know, just it says he's unable to attend um, for whatever reason. Um, and, yeah, so it, it's going to be disappointing not to watch him. And then Deron Holmes, um, super lanky, athletic, um, big, kind of reminds me of, like, a, a Derek Jones Jr. type guy. Um, we're just super lengthy and jumps out the gym. Um, and, uh, yeah, he would have been fun to watch too. But um, th this West team is still pretty pretty good. You got um, Paulo Banchero, um, who was one of the best bigs last year as a 2021. He's going to Duke. Um, just absolute monster. Caden um, Perry going to Gonzaga. Aiden Shaw is uncommitted. Um from, from Kansas, another lengthy athletic wing, um, you know, three-man wing guy um, that, that really kind of just does it all. Um, got uh, Shane Norwell from Washington. He's going to go to Arizona. Uh, K.J. Simpson, Chaminade, um, also committed to Arizona. T.J. Wainwright from Westchester. Um, interesting to see T.J. on this list. I know T.J. plays for... Um, uh, Dino's Belmont Shore, um, and so you know this. That's no way of saying like, oh, TJ doesn't deserve to be on this list. TJ's a very good player, and yeah, let's see how he does. Honestly, I saw him play last year, and you know he he held his own um, amongst you know the four and five star guys. Um, he was also on that team with Issa, um, Scotty Barnes, um, Aminu Muhammad. Like so, he, he had some dudes on his team, and he did very well. Um, so let's see how he does this year. I'm really interested to see. I'm rooting for the kid um, because I think he's very talented. Um, 
And you got Zion Collins from Bishop Gorman is going to UNLV. So this is a good West roster still, even though you're missing uh, Hardy and Issa Silva, who I think would have just put this squad over the top. Um, but then in the Midwest, uh, you got Frankie Collins, Coronado. Uh, he was going to Michigan, going to play um, play over there for Jawan Howard, um, who's put together uh, quite an impressive 2021 squad recruiting recruiting class, um, which isn't surprising. Um, I knew Jawan Howard was coming in, and he meant business. You know, he had a good team last year. Uh, at one point, they were ranked top in the country, um, and he's just you know he's reestablishing. Um, Michigan um, as a top dog in hoops. Um, you got Hersey Miller, um, who, if you don't know, is the son of Master P. Um, Master P back in his day had a, um, you know, his stint in trying to get into the NBA. Um, was a pretty good hoops player um, and was on some, um, some, some preseason squads, um, some summer league squads, um, and his son. Um, plays over in uh, many many haha in uh, high school in Minneapolis so um, Hersey Miller on the list I think he's around a three-star recruit um, be interested to see how he does in this uh, in this environment he's another guy kind of like in that TJ Wainwright kind of um, category um, where it's like all right you're ranked a little lower than these guys um, what are you gonna do out there to set yourself apart? Um, and to show like, yo, I can, you know, I can, I deserve a spot at these, these schools I'm getting offers from and, um, yo, I can play. I'm top in the country. Um, that was the same boat Issa Silva was in last year. He was sitting at a three star, um, only D one major offer was from Utah. Um, and everyone else was like, you know, just kind of passing him up, um, and then he came out in Pango, showed what he did, played AAU for Compton Magic, showed that what he could did. So um, it's going to be fun to watch for these guys. Um, some other guys on this mid Midwest roster to kind of look out for um, is uh, Malachi Bronham. Um, and he, he's interesting to watch too because that he has um, been dubbed the next uh, great coming out of Akron. Um, he goes to St. Vincent, St. Mary's High School. He's committed to Ohio State. Um, obviously, St. Vincent, St. Mary's, where LeBron went to, and they're saying this kid is the best player since LeBron to come out of St. Vincent, St. Mary's. Um, so I personally haven't seen him play, um, but, man, there has been so much hype surrounding him, and I'm really interested to see like how much of that hype is real and how much is it just because he goes to St. Vincent, St. Mary's. Um, but I mean, shoot, if he's going to Ohio state, he is six, five guard. There's gotta be something behind this. Um, so he's a guy to watch. Super excited to see him play as well. Um, and then you got, uh, Chet Holmgren, uh, who is the consensus number one player in 2021. Um, also from Minnehaha high school out of Minneapolis. Um, and you know, Chet, he is very um, highly covered. He he's always you always will see something with him on the various social media sites, um, and and rightfully so, man. Kid's seven foot, 
super long, could handle the ball, can shoot, can get it done inside. Um, you know, he, he is someone um, who is one in that unicorn category where just at this level you do not find a lot of guys like him. Um, he is currently uncommitted, um, and he has his choice of schools. Um, I know Gonzaga's kind of been up there as a top suitor, um, which I think would be a really good system in Mark Few's system um, for Chet. Um, but yeah, let, let's see, you know, as he's coming in as the number one player. Um, and so I know last year, uh, Evan Mobley came in as the number one player and he went, he was a co-MVPs with Cade Cunningham. Um, and they were, you know, Cade is one of the guys, you know, it was Cade, it was Mobley. Um, they were guys who were kind of fighting for those top spots. Um, and they ended up winning co-MVPs. Um, and you know, Mobley is just out, out of this world and, um, just a different type of player. Um, and Cade Cunningham, um, you know, just also like on another level physically and athletically, um, but that doesn't mean his skills take a back seat. Um, so yeah, Chet Holmgren, he's going to be fun to watch in this. Does he secure, um, and keep his title as top dog, um, here at, at Penguins All-American and, and secure an MVP? Um, so that's the Midwest squad. Um, some guys that aren't playing that are notable, uh, Patrick Baldwin, 6'9", uh, out of Hamilton um, in, in Wisconsin. And then Aminu Muhammad um, from from Missouri. And he was someone who last year really impressed me um, at Pangos. Um, was just doing a lot of the dirty work. He's 6'4", but he's over out-rebounding guys bigger than him, getting putbacks, running the floor, getting layups. Um, and he's also... And when you watch him, you're like, oh, you know, he's probably one of the lower level guys, you know, probably does not rank as high. He was ranked top in his class. He was four or five star in some, you know, different uh, ranking ranking sites. And so I personally love the way he plays. He won't be attending, but um, yeah, that that I think losing him kind of hurts his Midwest squad. But man, they're still pretty stacked. Um, now we got the East squad. Um, led by point guard here, Razul Diggins. Um, got to see a lot of Razul last year. Um, did not start the camp off well. Did not start the camp off well last year. Um, but towards the end, he did come into his own, showed why um, he was there. Um, and he apparently tore it up in his high school season um, and is committed to UConn. Um, you also got Trey Patterson. He's going to Villanova. Um, from Rutgers Prepped. Uh, he's the number one player in New Jersey. Um, you got um, Samson Johnson, St. Patrick's School, um, also going to UConn. Um, so this this East squad um, also stacked. No, no surprise there. Um, but um, I don't know. In my opinion, this squad is like, you know, and this is just by the eye test. I could be completely wrong. They don't have AJ Griffin, who's going to Duke. Um, you know, this squad seems a little down, so I'm I'm going to be interested to see how this squad ends up playing. Um, maybe they're 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 going to have a little bit of chip on their shoulder. You know, East Coast guys typically do. They typically like to. You know, they're a little more gritty. They play harder. So it's going to be interesting to see how these guys go do in in uh, 
in camp. So the South squad, um, and let me see, who, who do they play first? Yeah, they play Midwest. Man, those are like the two top squads there. Anyways, this this South squad was my favorite team coming into this. Um, and maybe I thought maybe if they had another matchup that they could get into the into the finals, but um, this South squad, in my opinion, they they're absolutely loaded, and, and I love their squad. I thought that they would be for sure um, in the finals, but man, if they're playing the Midwest first, that's gonna be tough. Um, but anyways. They got J.D. Davison, number one point guard in the country, committed to Alabama recently. Um, Ty Ty Washington, we just talked about. Jemai Meshack, who's a California guy, but he's on the South squad, probably because he's committed to Tennessee. Um, great story from Jemai. He played um, at Etiwanda over here, uh, Rancho Cucamonga, Inland Empire. Um, super late bloomer, Did not was not on anyone's radar. Um, other than some some lower mid majors, low majors out here on the West Coast, um, and then blew up on the AAU scene, blew up, and then had a great high school season. Committed to Tennessee recently. Um, he is a joy to watch, and I think he's going to do great here at this camp because he has got a chip on his shoulder. He plays hard, um, and like he's a guy for sure. Where I'm like, he's going to play hard no matter what. Um, no matter what happens. So, Jemai Meshack, going to be super fun to watch. Um, Mason Miller, who is uh, Mike Miller's son. Uh, Mason Miller, uh, saw him last year as well. Um, Dan Shute really resembles his dad. He's got big frame, 6'9". Um, he, 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 he runs the floor well, gets to open spots. Um, he's more than just a spot-up shooter. I feel like most people remember Mike Miller as just a spot-up shooter, but people forget that in his younger days, Mike Miller was, you know, a, a pretty good athlete, and it's the same for his son. Um, very good athlete, um, and, you know, could definitely get to the rim when needed. Um, so, guy to watch there. Um, Jabari Smith is going to Auburn. Um, super highly uh, renowned, um, big going to Auburn, um, who's going to do a great job there with uh, Bruce Pearl. Um, and then uh, Damian Collins out of Atlanta, um, or he plays at Atlanta High School in Texas, excuse me. He's going to Kentucky, um, and he's, um, you know, thin, springy, block shots everywhere, um, does a great job of playing inside, um, kind of reminds me a little of like a Chris Boucher played at Oregon also at, and he plays for the Raptors right now, um, where he's just kind of got similar frames, but they're not super, they're not like seven, one, seven, two guys, but they're six ten, six nine. Um, he kind of reminds me of that, but just a blo shot blocking machine. Um, and so he, he, he's going to be fun to watch in that as well. Um, so yeah, man, it's gonna be tough to pick who who I think. Um, I'm I'm gonna say the South wins that first game, gets to um, the championship game, and I think they'll play the East. 
Um, and I know I just said, you know, the East is a little down. I think they're going to come out. They're going to be gritty. They're going to play hard. Um, and they're, you know, they're going to take it to this, uh, to a West team, um, who, who is missing some, some of their top talent. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I could be completely wrong. Um, West team's also very good. Nolan Hickman's also, he's going to, um, Kentucky. Um, so they got some dudes here, so it's going to be fun, um, to watch. Um, so yeah, Pengo's all American. Make sure you guys, um, you know, go and, and watch that. Um, so yeah, let's move into now talking about, um, some of the bigger commitments, um, that have happened recently. Um, won't spend too much time on this, but I, I do want to touch on some things, um, before we close out, um, episode one here. Um, one of the bigger commitments to recently happen, and I want to want to highlight this particular guy because I think he is a superstar, um, and that is uh, Sky Clark, uh, class of 2022, uh, committed to Kentucky. Um, Sky is, um, it, I'm just going to say it flat out, I think he's Jamal Murray 2.0. Um, and uh, I'm interested to know what you guys think. Maybe you guys uh, comment on Twitter. Uh, let me know what you think of Sky. Um, or just hit me up after you listen to the pod. Um, but yeah, I, I think Sky is Jamal Murray 2.0. He's got great size, great feel for the game at the point guard position. Um, he could turn it on and just go off offensively. Or he can get guys involved out of the fast break, out of a set. He's got range. He's strong. Um, he's class of 2022. I think he could reclass into 2021 and be ready to play next year. Um, I know there's some, been some chatter about that happening. Um, but, yeah, he's someone I particularly talked about a lot uh, with my, my guy, Alex Liu, uh, who's over working at uh, Cal State Fullerton right now. He's on staff there, so shout-out to Alex. You're listening here. Um We've talked a lot about Sky Clark, and we both kind of thought, like, yeah, this guy's the next superstar. Um, and, um, yeah, he's gonna, I think he's going to, you know, fit in well in that, that style there over at Kentucky. Um, and we we both even said we'd be disappointed if he wasn't a one-and-done first-round guy um, because uh, he, I think he's that good. He is that good. Um, and so, yeah, just wanted to touch on him. Um, and also, um, I want to give some love to some, some other guys, you know, I've talked a lot about, you know, the top players, you know, up, up in the ESPN top 100s or top 60s, um, and 24 seven, they're top guys, but I, I got to give love to some, some other guys too. Another, uh, commitment, uh, Nikhil Cross from Phillips Exeter is committed to NYU, um, Nikhil's a guy that played on our, our West Coast Elite squads, um, played for West Coast Elite San, San Diego, uh, Sterling Jones heading things over there. He does a great job with Nikhil. Um, Nikhil's one of those just out-of-this-world out athletes. Um, played at, you know, in, in San Diego. Um, that's where he's from. Um, and looks like he prepped this year at Exeter. Um, and... You know, he, he is someone who um, 
I, I'm just very proud to see play at NYU and get to that level. Um, and I think he, he will have a lot of success. So I got, like I said, I got to show love to these guys. I can't just talk about the top of the top. I, I got to show some love to some of these guys. So um, keep your guys out. Nikhil Cross, NYU. Um, also, feel free to let me know. So maybe I missed some guys that have committed. Um, I didn't catch it. And uh, you want me to show them some love. Make sure you reach out. Let me know. Well, that will do it here for the Believe in High School Basketball podcast episode one thank you for tuning in if you like the show please subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or your preferred streaming service um you can get updates on what's next for my show by following me on social that's at bryce broadcast on twitter and instagram until next time i'm bryce ronquillo Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.